Hello and welcome to another episode of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. This is your host, Christian Awesome of the Awesome and Awesome Group at Wilson Realty. And today I'm here with a very, very, very special guest. Very special to me, at least. It's my wife, Shannon Awesome. Hello. Happy to be here. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for letting me come. Well, you know, <laughs> the reason why you're here is because we're going to go over a topic that we don't ever really ever talk about, but you and I talk about quite a bit. Lately. Lately, at mm-hmm. least. Yes. And that is manifesting and specifically manifesting for real estate. So that is what today's topic is. We're going to teach you how you can use manifesting to help you buy your house, your next house, and eventually your dream house, whatever that may be. That is what today's episode is all about. So again, my name is Christian Nossum from the Awesome Nossum Group at Wilson Realty. We are a team of Seattle area real estate experts. My wife is not on this team as an agent. She does a lot of work on the back end, never deals with clients, but she definitely has a hand in all of our real estate endeavors. So let's talk about this. So what exactly is manifesting? You want to take this? Well, I first of all, I want to say Christian and I are no experts in manifesting. No. We wanted to talk about it and we're excited to talk about it, but we, I don't want anybody to think that this is where you're going to go to learn how to manifest perfectly. We don't know. We're kind of new to it, but Mm -hmm. manifesting refers to focusing your thoughts on a desired outcome through the practice of visualization and some mindfulness and meditation. So you're trying to kind of bring things into reality Mm -hmm. and bring it into existence. Yeah. Yeah, and a big part of that is getting clear on what it is you actually want. So let's kind of explore how people manifest related to buying real estate. So obviously, like I said, you've kind of been really into this lately. And I think it's because of the social media trends, because it's been big on social media lately. So you started learning more about it. I know you've talked about listening to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast with Stephanie Keith. She has even had a few different people on talking specifically about real estate and manifesting and how she's done it. Yeah. One of those people was Teresa Palmer, who is Australian actor. I didn't know who she was. I was listening to her voice and I was like, I don't know who you are. I looked her up and I was like, wait, I do know who you are. Yeah, she's pretty famous. Yeah. I also don't know celebrities. So Yeah. I I heard about this specifically as related to real estate on Teresa's podcast, The Mother Days. Mm -hmm. She had the manifesting expert on. They talked about it and I thought, oh my gosh. We've kind of been doing this, but I didn't mm-hmm. know we were doing it. Yep. And so that's part of why we wanted to talk about this. I think it's becoming more common for people to use manifesting, particularly when it comes to real estate that feels, I think for a lot of people, out of reach, which mm-hmm. it isn't. And we'll talk about that. But it feels like that because it's, it's such a big thing. So Yeah. Yeah. So a few of the tips that, that they gave on how to actually manifest for real estate was to really put yourself in the shoes of living in that either house or neighborhood. So an easy way to do that is to go on walks in that neighborhood. Walk down the streets. Imagine yourself living there. Maybe use the coffee shop. Use the grocery store. Go and pretend you're living there kind of during the day and in the evenings and stuff. Another way is to go to open houses of houses that you would love to be living in in that neighborhood. Walk through. When you're walking through, imagine yourself living there. Another thing you can do is to create like a mood board or a vision board of living in that neighborhood in a house that you would love to have. It takes distinct action related to real estate 
as well to actually manifest successfully. And this yeah. is where I think a lot of things that I learned about early on in my life, which was reading like Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich and The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Those books talked a lot about manifesting and I didn't mm -hmm. know because it wasn't called manifesting back then. That's more of a new trend, I think, because everything that's old is new again. And that's exactly what's happening with manifesting. Fashion. Yes, exactly. Mom jeans, they're As back. As we've seen from our 12-year-old wearing our oh same my gosh. little yeah. outfits all over Yes. <laughs> but the thing that I think all of those old school books were missing, or it could have honestly just been me missing that fact, because that's mm -hmm. the hardest part, and that is taking action. Mm -hmm. They talked about vision boards. They talked about imagining everything you wanted. They did not talk a lot about taking the actual steps that are necessary to achieve what you want. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like when I thought about manifesting, I thought, oh, you just kind of think about what you want and then it happens to you. And that is missing a key part, which is that distinct action. And also the fact that you have to set a specific goal. Mm -hmm. So I think this is why, it, and I, I want to talk about why we think this actually does work for real estate. Because yes. I think it does work. Well, it does. We have proof for ourselves. But yeah. yes. I think that part of the reason it works is clarity on your goal. Mm-hmm. And I think that extreme clarity that you get when you're manifesting and you're thinking about it over and over and over, it really helps when you're you're trying to buy a house and you're searching for something. Because when you see the thing you're searching for or something that maybe isn't what you thought you were searching for but also will work, it immediately you know that's what you're supposed to do and, and you can go forward with it. And I think a lot of people have trouble with decision making with mm -hmm. real estate, with mm -hmm. purchasing specifically. It's like, oh, I don't know if this is the right one. I mean, you yeah. can speak to that, but I Totally. Think, well, you've heard me talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I've heard you on the phone with people saying they're not sure because it is the biggest purchase people will ever make. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when you're, you're buying something like that, you want to be sure. Yep. And I think the decision making is really tough. But if you have clarity on your goal, then it's not... It's not tough. It feels like, oh, I've been waiting for this opportunity to come mm -hmm. and it's here and I'm going to take it. Yep. And that is 100% true. And we have a prime example of that for our house in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. We wanted a house in Maui. Yeah. We thought about it. Which we, was ridiculous. It really it was felt at like the time. a ridiculous, completely out of a reach. A big goal. giant stretch. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But we were paying attention to the homes that were coming on the market. We were imagining ourselves trying to make each house work. And how we can make it work. And mm -hmm. I think this is the biggest tip that anyone else can do with any house that they're trying to buy. Think about all the ways you could make it work for you. Because it's probably not going to be perfect the way it is. But you can make it work for you by doing X, Y, and Z. So yeah. for our house in Maui, it wasn't perfect. It was mm -hmm. outdated. It, no one had touched it since it was built in 1989. It was very, very 80s, 90s Slightly style. funky floor plan. Funky floor plan. Mm -hmm. Didn't totally make sense. But the situation of how it was set up and then how we looked at it and we went, how can we make this work? What could we do to make this yeah. work for us? And that is what we did. Yeah. Um, so just to be clear, we wanted to buy a house in Maui, but obviously prices are super expensive over there. Mm -hmm. We didn't have extra income to pay for a mortgage of that amount. For in, a house that's going to sit house, vacant most exactly. of the year. So we thought, okay, well, we're not sure how this is, how this opportunity is going to come to us. We're just not sure, but we would love to do it. Mm -hmm. Christian found a property that had three units. Yep. And he said, oh my gosh, if we rented two of these three units to long-term tenants, this would almost pay off that the mortgage entire every mortgage month. every month. Yeah. And so then it became, oh my gosh, this could actually be possible because we were open to different ways of doing it and mm -hmm. different opportunities. Had we not been okay 
with, for instance, having tenants on the same property as us, mm-hmm. we wouldn't we wouldn't have the house. Yep. And so I think because you spotted that opportunity and you had your mind open, that's why we were able to make it work. Yep. Yeah. And we sacrificed a little because of that too. Mm-hmm. Like when we go on vacation, we know that there's a tenant downstairs and we know that there's a tenant in the Ohana, which is like a cottage mm-hmm. on the property as well. But the nice thing is, the beauty of that is those guys are always on the yeah. property. We never have to worry about anything mm-hmm. happening. They'll text us and they'll be like, hey, there's The guy hasn't moved the grass. We're yeah, like, exactly. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know why the landscaper hasn't been there yeah. in a month, but he hasn't. So, But part of that manifesting, we didn't know we were doing it at the time. Mm-hmm. Even one of our kids was manifesting this. She kept saying, this is going to happen. We're going to do this. This is going to happen. Which was weird. But... I was envisioning how I would decorate. I was, I was already planning for it to happen, even though... There was there was no realm of possibility this was going to happen. No. I was already planning for it, though. And so then when the chance came, just to be clear, I think one of the reasons why manifesting works so well with real estate is because it is not always easy to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Getting all your documents into the lender, yep. getting everything in order, figuring out your budget, making sure that you're okay with that budget, going and looking at homes, doing the inspect, like getting beat out when you make multiple mm-hmm. offers on different homes and having that mental fortitude to keep pushing forward, that yes. part is not necessarily easy. But if you have extreme clarity on what it is you want, it makes it a whole hell of a lot easier. So that's why manifesting is so uh, relevant for real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that you have to be a little bit mentally tough in, in buying a house sometimes. And if you are willing to take okay, well, that's what happened and we're going to move forward, mm-hmm. then I think it's it's really beneficial. Yep. Now, realize too that, and I think everyone already knows this, your first home, pretty much never, unless you are you just made it big somehow, won the lottery, had an IPO, just go crazy, mm-hmm. never is your dream home. It's just your starter home. So don't go and manifest. And I think you did a better job of explaining this to me earlier. How do you, how do you explain this? You yeah, so I think... With manifesting, you can get kind of in a trap of manifesting this like luxury mm-hmm. $5 million home that's completely outside of the possibility. Yeah. One of the things I learned about manifesting is you're supposed to manifest things that you actually think are reachable. Yep. If you're manifesting $10 million, that's probably not going to be reachable. If you're manifesting $100,000, oh, okay, maybe that's reachable for me mm-hmm. to manifest that. So You mean like you for a down payment? Yeah, or whatever it is you're trying to manifest has to be something you truly believe could actually mm-hmm. happen. If you yep. don't believe it could happen, then you aren't going to be able to manifest it. Well, so one if of the... it's too far outside of your realm. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that, that you can actually understand that it could happen is what's so vital that we do to help people buy. Not at all related to manifesting, but completely related at the same exact time. And that is the sold search and setting your budget first. Mm-hmm. Understanding what your budget is makes you understand this is totally doable Mm -hmm. that's what gives you that clarity and then we do the sold search which the sold search shows you the homes in the neighborhoods that meet all your criteria that you could buy because we show you what is sold over the last 60 to 90 days that meets all your criteria in your budget because you already set your budget then you see what you can actually buy so that's where that manifesting really does help because you're seeing what exactly has sold recently and you can go, oh, I could buy a house just like that in that neighborhood. We can actually do this. This is doable. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to do these steps and why we thought manifesting, a podcast about manifesting was going to be so helpful for people. 
Yeah, and I think the, what you're saying is you don't want people to get in a position where they're only manifesting something that's not within... Doable. Within their budget because you're just going to be frustrated and disappointed. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to think about what is that end dream home. Yeah. But know that there's steps along the way. I think you told me this train analogy, and I think that's such a powerful way to explain how your first house can get you to your dream house. Yep. So imagine a train. A train has multiple different cars. The train is always moving until it gets to a stop. But the train is always moving. And that is the point. The train is real estate. It's always going. Generally, it's on an upward trajectory, especially in Seattle's market. So the prices are generally always going up. It might level out at times, but it's always going up. But the point is the front of the train luxury, that's not always where people are necessarily going to get on. You might get on in the middle or towards the back. And the back is maybe a house hack or a rental house that you're going to buy or something like that. But eventually you can move up the cars. You just got to get on the train somehow. You got to get on the train and then move up slowly or quickly if you can. And that's similar to what we've done as well. Like the first house we bought was not our forever home. It was a house hack. The second house we bought, also a house hack. And we just slowly built up from there to where we're at now. And this is not still our dream home. No. And it's hard to get on the train. If you don't get on the train, it keeps going without you. And it's way harder to catch it. Mm -hmm. So that's the point is get on, buy the first thing, and, and then move there from there. And yeah, Christian's saying this isn't our dream house. It's not. And we've, we've bought numerous houses and I think maybe our next house is going to be our dream house. I think we're finally to the point where it's like, okay, we're getting there. Not dream, dream, but it'll be kind of what we envisioned as, Mm -hmm. as the next step. As our next stop, our next train car. Our next train car. In fact, we actually just, right before this, we just Mm -hmm. walked through a beautiful home currently way out of our budget, but this is something that we would love to build. And so we're doing exactly Mm -hmm. what we're preaching on this episode, which is, we walk through, we imagine how we would live there. How we would um, use the space. How we, we would, would use the space. One yeah. thing we did not do was walk around the neighborhood because it was absolutely pouring down rain. <laughs> <laughs> but awesome. we did everything else. And we even walked through and did a video toward the end mm-hmm. of explaining how we would use it and the little tweaks that we would make here and there mm-hmm. so that we can re-watch that video in the future. When it's time. When it's time. Not if, when. Yep, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I think um, another thing I wanted to mention about how manifesting can help you buy real estate is the fact that it allows you to be a little bit more open Mm -hmm. to different possibilities. Real estate is a space where you can get really creative. And if you really want to buy a house, you can make it happen. If Mm -hmm. you're willing to buy something and live with roommates, if you're willing to buy something that maybe you can add an extra unit to, and, and you're open to these things coming forward for you. And, and when the door is there, you walk through it's going to be so much easier for you to buy a house because, and Christian's so good at spotting those opportunities. He spots them all the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if somebody's looking to get into the market and live in a neighborhood, maybe that's out of their price point. We just found this duplex. It was great mm-hmm. in Magnolia, which like, that's not a, that's not an inexpensive neighborhood area. Yeah. And you would be able to live there for half the cost. So yeah, yeah I feel like being open to those chances of, of house hacking or, any kind of creative solution. Maybe mm-hmm. you maybe buy a house and you put a dadu in the backyard and then you sell that dadu and you take all the money that you made, which right now could be two fifty to 300000 and you put it towards your principal and now your mortgage is affordable in an mm-hmm. area maybe you wouldn't have been able to afford before. Exactly. Yep. And with that, again, you're sacrificing a little because you're removing some of your backyard, depending on the how the house is laid out and the lot size. But 
that's the stuff that you have to be open to if you actually want to succeed in real estate. Mm -hmm. There's often sacrifice involved. It's not always perfect unicorns and rainbows. Like mm -hmm. you got to sometimes often sacrifice in order to get what you want. Like no house is ever perfect. Never, never, never. Even when you think it's perfect, you move in and you're like, dang, I wish this would have been Even different. at the highest budget. It I've never seen matter. anybody say their yep. house is perfect. Even people built one from scratch. It's not perfect. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be. I just think that it's important for people to know that it is possible. You don't need 20% down. No. This is such a big This is the biggest myth thing. in all of real estate. You do not need 20% down. There are, if you're a veteran, there's 0% down loans. If you don't have a huge down payment, honestly, the, the most common down payment in the Seattle area is five to 7% down. Mm -hmm. That's the most common. And that's for every buyer, not first time buyer, all buyers, five to 7%. So you don't need to have this massive down payment in order to purchase a home. Yes, you might have to pay or you will have to pay private mortgage insurance, PMI, but it's not as expensive as people think. People yeah. think it's like five or $700 more a month because they don't have a 20% down payment. And that is not accurate at all. It's a few hundred dollars. I've seen it be like 80 bucks to 160 bucks, sometimes 200 if it's in a higher price point. It's not that much more. And if, if you're going to pay that much more every single month for that little bit of private mortgage insurance, would you rather do that or wait three, four, five years to build up that 20% down payment? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, that train is still moving. Home prices are going up. You now can't afford the house that you initially thought you could today because you yeah. waited three or four or five years unfortunately we see that a lot with people who come to our class and then yes. said i want to save more down payment and then they come back a couple of years later and they're like i have my down payment and we're like okay cool you can't afford that house anymore not at all yeah there's... you would have been better off putting your 10 percent down mm -hmm. and and moving forward then yep. then you are saving up that being said though one of the things i've heard a lot of people manifesting when it comes to real estate is mm -hmm. manifesting that down payment oh they have this is so common. People are doing this. And I think part of this too is not only being open to one asking family members because you can mm -hmm. get gift funds. Wrong, you yeah. can get gift funds for your down payment. Mm -hmm. So if you're open to asking your family members about this, say, hey, can I have that inheritance earlier? Can I, mm -hmm. is there a way you can help support me in, in getting this house? Yep. Oftentimes that helps people get to that next step. Just, just simply asking. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. I'd say probably 25, 30% of all buyers that we help out and we help out a lot of buyers they're getting some sort of gift funds from someone mm -hmm. doesn't they actually opened up the rules for that this last year oh, where really? it doesn't have to come from a direct family member now it can oh, be cool. a friend as well so Sweet. yeah so it's much easier to get that yeah. uh, i'd say the other thing too is that now you can actually get like there's so many different ways that you can make money yes absolutely online at home doing side hustles there's so many ways you can do this i heard a quote from i believe it was jim rome who's not rome but roan not the sports guy uh yeah <laughs> what does he have to say about this and he's like a self-help expert he has been around since probably the 70s or 80s been around forever expert he said and i've seen this thrown around on tiktok and instagram recently Go through and make a list of 20 things, 20 different ways that you can make a specific amount of money, whether it's $25,000, $100,000, a million dollars, something that you believe, once again, that is attainable, yeah. you can do it, it's going to be a stretch and it's going to be, you know, some sacrifice involved and some work, but you can do it. So come up with that amount of money, create 20 different ways that you can make this happen. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you from personal example, 
that number 15 to number 20 is by far the hardest ones to come up with. I did like, the same thing. It was yes. brutal at the end. It was easy to come up with the first mm-hmm. 10, maybe 12. 13, 14, 15 was tough. 15 or 16, 17 was yeah. like, oh my God, what? I don't know what else I can do. Yeah. But then what you're supposed to do is read that list like over and over. Just mm-hmm. read that list every day for like a month or two months or three months and keep doing that and and then start taking action on one of those things. Like actually do it. Decide which one you're going to do and then do it. And yeah. you'd be surprised. Well, and that's part of manifesting is you're supposed to set your goal, a really clear goal, mm-hmm. detailed goal. And then you're supposed to take distinct action towards that goal. Yep. And I really think that's the difference maker of people mm-hmm. who succeed 100%. in manifesting is that distinct action towards it. And yeah, if you if you do that, one of the things you could do is come to our homebuyer class. Mm-hmm. We have one coming up. Yeah, every month we have one. Go to beersandhomebuying.com. That's beersandhomebuying.com. We have a free class all around the Seattle area. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's only an hour long. It's totally free. There's no pressure at all. Very easy. But that starts the ball rolling when it comes to buying real estate. It gives you a general overview of how the process works. At the end, we offer a one-on-one meeting where you can just over Zoom, we can meet, we can chat about how you can actually afford it. And that's when you set your budget. That's when we create that sold search for you, which the sold search will show you what you can buy and where you can buy it. And that helps mm-hmm. that visualization process. Mm-hmm. So you can go, oh, I could buy that house. That is what I want. Yeah. So a lot of people use vision boards, especially when it comes to real estate, because it is so visual. It's mm-hmm. easier to put on a vision board. And I've, I've, one of the members of our team did a vision board mm-hmm. for, and she had a meal on there that she really wanted yeah, to eat. with this really ornate plate. It was like very specific yeah. looking plate. And then she went out to dinner and the, she was served that exact meal, literally. On that exact photo, plate. On the plate. And it wasn't like by design. She was just like, oh, I want that. It was like for her aunt's birthday. Yeah. Like a year random. later. So yeah. people, and there's tons and tons of stories about these mm-hmm. type of things coming true. There's really great speech from Jim Carrey doing like a, oh, yeah. except not an acceptance speech. What is he doing? The commencement speech commencement for speech. a college. Yes. And he talks about how in second grade, they had a substitute teacher. And she mentioned how anytime she wants something, she prays about it. I think he must have gone to a Catholic school because you can't get away with saying that in normal school anymore. But she prays about it. And then she says, and in return, I'll give this. And then every time it happens. And he's mm-hmm. like, what? That's crazy. He's like, well, I really want a bike. So he went home. And his parents were poor, so they didn't have enough money for a bike. He went home and he prayed about it or thought about it or basically manifested this bike. And he thought about the exact bike. Two weeks later, he comes home from school. That bike is sitting in his driveway. He's like, what the heck? And his parents are like, yeah, your friend entered your name into a drawing and you won. He's like, what? The friend never told him he did this. Like Mm -hmm. none of those things ever happened. It's just like that actually happened. So, And he, he goes on to say... He has now done this throughout his entire life and that has helped him get to where he is and achieve the amount of success that he has because he's constantly manifesting what Mm -hmm. he wants in life. Well, he says it allows him to see the door and then to actually walk through it. Yes. Which I think that is 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 so important. Yes. If you see the opportunity, you have to walk through it. So Mm -hmm. one of these manifesting experts, when she was manifesting her house, she said she didn't know how it would come. Mm-hmm. she was open to how it might present itself. Let's say you want to manifest a house, but it's maybe not within your budget or whatever you're thinking right now. 
maybe you have another friend who's like, I really want to buy a house too, but I don't have enough down payment or something along those lines. There's a lot of opportunities in real estate for people to buy things together. We've bought homes with our Mm -hmm. friends a couple of times now, and I think there's just a lot of ways to be open to these things coming to you. Maybe not the way you originally thought they would come, Mm -hmm. but you have to be willing to spot the opportunity and then walk through the door when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Not being closed off. I think that's the big thing. Mm -hmm. Having an open mind to how it could work. And it's not permanent. That's the other thing I think a lot of people think that real estate's such a long-term thing Mm -hmm. and that, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to live in Seattle or I don't know how long I want to be in this neighborhood. But the thing you have to remember is that you only need to live there for a year. Yeah. So you can get, this is the thing that most people don't understand. And I explain this in Mm -hmm. every class and every strategy session that I'm in almost. And that is, it's much less expensive to buy a house with owner-occupied financing, meaning you're going to live in it for at least a year as your primary residence. After that, you can move out and buy another house, buy a duplex, move to a different part of the country, different part of the world, whatever you want. You keep that owner-occupied financing, which owner-occupied financing has the lowest down payment requirement and the best interest rate. Mm -hmm. So once you move out, that doesn't mean that you have to get rid of that good interest rate and that low down payment amount. You keep that in place, which is Mm -hmm. super helpful. And, and this is one of the ways you can leverage friends and family is that there was a time a couple of years ago, we bought a house with a friend. He's like, yeah, I'll live in the house for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so we bought this. It's a long-term rental. It's a long-term hold. Yep. He lived in this house with some roommates because he's a single guy. He was cool with that. He was willing to sacrifice. He was willing to sacrifice. And so we purchased the house with him. He mm-hmm. lived there. We got owner-occupied financing because he was living there. Mm-hmm. Now he does not live there anymore. He lives somewhere else. We still own the house. It's a long-term hold and it still has a really good interest rate and really good terms. Yep. So there might be a friend or family member who wants to buy a rental house. This is a great way for them to do that and for you to get into the real estate market yeah. with, without as much just on you. Yeah. yeah. So what are the podcasts that you listen to that, that kind of opened you up to this? Yeah. So like I was saying that that episode on the Mother Days, D-A-Z-E, um, about manifesting that one was really really great i think it was called like manifesting real estate or yeah, something very simple something there's no like podcast number episodes on that i remember yeah. looking it up and then the law of attraction podcast law of attraction tribe law, law of attraction tribe that's right and there's a really good instagram account on that one too and that one actually has great info about side hustles and how to make extra money which i think is is really awesome too yep. i know there's some books some other people on the team are reading like super attractor mm-hmm. and I mean, for me, the old school, like I mentioned earlier, Think and Grow Rich, it's a classic, was written in like 1935, and it still holds true today. Uh There's The Secret, which is, you know, Oprah made very, very, very famous. Yeah. And then any of these books and stuff too, if you don't want to read a 400-page book, go to YouTube, look up, you know, Think and Grow Rich recap video, and it will give you like, I found one because I read this book more than once now, but I didn't want to sit through the seven hour audiobook. Like mm-hmm. I really didn't. Cause I'm like, I know it. I just want the, I just want a reminder what those, those yeah, facts are like a refresh. And there was a 45 minute long video where it had visuals and everything, which was very helpful for me. Oh, nice. And it went through and recapped the entire book. And I was like, dang, yeah, it was 45 minutes, but I didn't have to read it. I just watched it and looked at the visuals. And that really helped to re re ingrain those 
those points, key points. That's like cliff notes. Yeah, it's cliff notes, but YouTube. YouTube and free. <laughs> YouTube cliff notes. Yeah. So you can do that really with any book. You can even go into chat GPT and do the same thing. Like it's pretty crazy what's out there now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's it for us. Again, yeah. we are not manifesting experts, but we hope that we helped you understand that this could work for real estate. This could be helpful for you when buying a house, especially in Seattle. If you are wanting to kind of take that next step after doing your own research and you want to start learning how to buy a house in Seattle, you can always come to our class like we talked about. It's a free one hour long class. There's free beer, beersandhomebuying.com. The free beer gets everyone, but it's a great class. And we've done this for over eight years at this point, every single month, other than December, no one comes in December. So we don't do a class in December, but every other month we do this and it's really popular. It's been featured on the news. It's been featured on numerous TV shows. So definitely come out beersandhomebuying.com. If you're ready to just chat one-on-one with me or anyone else on the team about your specific situation, you can always do that for free as well. Just go to our website, which is awesomenawesome.com slash schedule. You can schedule a free strategy session right there on our website. And there's no obligation. We're never going to press you to do anything. It's super laid back. We just want to answer your questions, help you out in understanding what can be done and how you can do it. Mm -hmm. Go manifest that dream home. Yeah, Shannon, (laughs) thank you, Shannon, for joining me. I know you've done a lot of like learning and researching about this recently, and we've had some great conversations as a couple, and it's been really helpful. So thank you for coming on and joining me on this one. You're welcome. All right. Thanks, guys. That's it for now. We'll see you next week.